But instead of letting it derail her, she dusts herself off and shows up ready to to take action again on the next thing. And what if that's what success really is? Being able to decrease the time between a perceived crisis and your rebound rate. You're listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, a business and mindset coach who specializes in imposter syndrome. If you feel like you're not as smart, capable, or worthy as you actually are and that someone is going to find you out, then you've come to the right place. I went from being a struggling government worker, working my coaching business on the side, but feeling unworthy and burnt out to making multiple six figures, helping women overcome imposter syndrome so they too can sign clients, make bank, and have the business or career of their dreams. I am nothing special. I have a stuttering disability, ADHD, and I struggle with anxiety and depression. So if I can learn how to feel good enough and overcome my inner imposter, then so can you. Let's dig in. Hi, hi. Welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. I'm your host, Jill Perrick, and it's June 2023, you guys, and we are now halfway through the year. Can you believe it? In May, I did my branding shoot of the year. And if you follow me on Instagram at your coach Jill, you'll see some of those fire pictures. They are so good. I'm so happy with them. And I hired my younger sister, Larissa, to do them for me because she's really, really, really good uh, good with a camera. And I can tell her what to do. And I don't care about pissing her off. And she can tell me when I look ugly. And that is something that you don't always get in a photographer, you know, don't always get that. But what are sisters for, right? So I've also been setting up the deck in my backyard for the summer. It is my favorite place when it's warm. Um, And I got a new carpet and new cushions for the chairs, a new umbrella, and I'm just going to sit out there and work all summer. It's going to be warm. I'm going to get like some snacks and stuff and hang out out there. It's going to be so nice. And I like no matter how much money I make, I still find myself being in awe of what my business brings me and like what it can do for me, you know, like, which I think is so important because like it doesn't really matter how much you're making but like if you can't stop and realize like wow like I created every dollar that came through this business um you have to be able to do that because it is amazing that you can do it like that is amazing so like I remember purchasing my first laptop in 2019 um and I had to make a couple of sales to get that laptop and it just happened and that's when I was like ooh something something's going on with like the frequency of money because I was like I was hitting about 2,500 to 3k from my government job I didn't have consistent sales at all in the business and I was like where the fuck am I going to get $1,200 for a new laptop and I did it I did it and I was able to get that new laptop that I'm using now And it's amazing. And I was like, holy shit, my business did this. And I just had a thought to create a business, right? Like I just had a thought and I put an offer out there and people bought it. And now I can purchase this laptop because of it. 
And I have those moments all the time, like getting furniture for my deck, buying groceries, investing in coaching, going on vacations. It is all funded by my business and by me. So no matter what your business can purchase for you right now, be grateful for it. Even if it's a fucking stick of gum, be grateful for it. Be in awe of it every single time because it is a miracle. And living in that miracle is going to save you in moments of being like, what the actual fuck am I doing this for when you're exhausted? And you're like, do I really have to show up today? Do I really? And yes, I know that's super original, right? Like be grateful. And I can practically hear my past self rolling her eyes right now but gratitude really is such a magnetizing frequency and it just makes you feel better you know like not from a you should be grateful for what you have kind of energy you selfish little bitch kind of energy but like more so from a you are okay and good enough and you have enough now and feeling this way will only create more for you kind of energy so take a moment now right now and show gratitude for your business because you did that you created that it was just a thought and now it's something you did that and being in the miracle of your business is just one of the billion ways that you're going to grow to six figures and i am going to help you do that in my one-to-one coaching program fraud to six figures My clients are coaches who want to work through their imposter syndrome, fear of success, and self-doubt so they can repeatedly sign clients and grow their coaching businesses to six figures with a six-figure identity to match. This is a container for both your mindset and your strategy to transform, for you to set up the foundation for a business you love running and a life you love creating. And you will do it all from your six-figure identity, becoming the coach who is an expert at what she does, sees herself as infinitely worthy, and is growing into the CEO that she always hoped she could be. It's all happening in my one-to-one coaching container, Fraud to Six Figures, and now we have three and six-month contract options, so you can head to the link in my show notes to apply, and let's get started on your six-figure business and your six-figure identity. So let's get into the episode, and I'm really excited about this one, guys, to talk about your rebound rate. And to start us off, I've always studied people and observed their behavior almost unconsciously, and now that I think about it, it's probably because I had undiagnosed ADHD and I was observing other people to, like, read their social cues and to, like, figure out how to act, right? Um, Like... It was probably because I wanted to replicate others due to being neurodivergent and not knowing what the social rules were for acting or behaving. So I became very used to observing others and trying to replicate how they were acting. And then when I came into the online space, that didn't change. I started observing coaches who were seemingly very successful. And It isn't so I could copy them, but so I could identify common characteristics to recognize patterns and learn how to embody those myself. Like a little anthropology assessment, if you will. And I noticed something over time. People who are successful in the online space and who stay successful have impeccable emotional resilience. And I took to Google... And the definition of resilience is the ability to cope mentally or emotionally with a crisis 
or to return to pre-crisis status quickly. And emotional resilience is something that you can develop rather than it being an inherent trait. You either have it or you don't. That's not true. It is something that you can develop because most people that start out in the online space do not actually have this skill. Not in a shamey way, but in the way that it's just not practice in the way of like being consistent on social media. So I watched these successful coaches who continue to be successful and didn't just fade away once the big coach boom of 2020 occurred. The coaches that stayed successful had really great emotional resilience, but this is only something that you'll notice if you're in the arena, as Renee Brown says, and when you are immersed in the online game too. Because once you get into the arena of running an online coaching business, you realize that it is an emotional game. You are launching offers, working with other humans, and showing up every single day on social media. Your emotions are going to be all fucking over the place. And then you realize, oh, that successful coach probably doesn't have a perfect life. She just rebounds faster than me. Meaning that she probably doesn't hit her launch goal every time or she has a difficult client experience, etc. Like she is literally just a human too. But instead of letting it derail her, she dusts herself off and shows up ready to, to take action again on the next thing. And what if that's what success really is? Being able to decrease the time between a perceived crisis and your rebound rate. I have grown my coaching business now to over 400,000. I have 13 one-to-one clients currently and about seven group coaching clients. I've made thousands in online courses, group programs, and one-to-one coaching. So trust me when I say your rebound rate is everything because nothing will ever go perfectly. The map is not the terrain, meaning that you may have a plan for growing your business and signing and working with clients, and that plan is definitely not going to include all the things that will come up along the way. But none of these things are a problem. It is instead your emotional resilience to these things. It is instead how quickly you rebound from things happening in your business. You might be categorizing your success based on things not happening. Like you think you're doomed if a client wants a refund or defaults on their payment. But in reality, that is very, very normal and it is going to happen. So instead of being like, oh my God, this shouldn't be happening, what's wrong with me? When your rebound rate is high, you look at what you can learn from the situation, not make it mean anything and just fucking move forward. That is what a rebound rate is, and that is what I've observed in others and what I've observed in myself. Because I'm asked a lot, like, Jill, how do you do it? How do you have the success you have? How do you show up so consistently? How do you always have something to say? Because I don't shut the fuck up, that's why. But um, I honestly, too, like, I see myself as just a regular Joe of the industry, like, The coach who is a representative of the majority of coaches who just have fucking staying power, like I just have staying power, who maybe don't see results in big, flashy, quantum leapy kinds of ways, but instead steadily increases their success and their impact over time. And it is all because of my staying power and my rebound rate. 
And your rebound rate has everything to do with your emotions and your mindset. So let's talk about how I increased my rebound rate as I grew my business to six and multiple six figures and how you can too. And let me just preface all the things that I'm about to say as always with, this is not an opportunity to shame yourself. I have been at the beginning of many things I'll talk about and it is a process that you go through instead of something that you automatically have. So remember, emotional resilience is something you develop, not an inherent trait that you have or don't have. And it is not an opportunity to shame yourself. Hey guys, I hope you're loving today's episode. I am just taking a brief pause in today's episode to share with you a client testimonial. These testimonials are either from group coaching clients or clients who are in my one-to-one coaching program. And I can't wait for you to hear how I have changed their lives and their businesses for the better. So I hired Jill and since hiring Jill, I've had multiple 10K months. My confidence is through the roof. I just love my business. I love my business so much. I've had pretty much a sold out one-on-one offer for the last few months. And yeah, everything just feels really, really great. And I would highly recommend Jill to anybody. If right now you're feeling like, I don't know exactly what I need to be doing. I know my thoughts and my beliefs are really stopping me from being my most successful self. She will figure it out for you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Now let's get back to the episode. So Something that started naturally happening as I grew and what I observed in other coaches is the ability to process their emotions in real time and to process their emotions in a short time. Now, this doesn't mean that you are removed from your emotions or that you're glossing over them. It's actually quite the opposite. You have to be incredibly aware of your body and incredibly aware of your emotions in order to process them faster. So let me tell you a story. Last month, I had an experience with a client in which I was very emotionally triggered. And because I'm so in tune with my body and in tune with my thoughts and emotions, I knew exactly what was happening. I felt the emotion in my chest. I felt the anxiety rise. And I was observant of what was happening in my brain. And if this was a year or two ago, this experience would have derailed my entire day. But instead... It affected me for less than half an hour. And how did that happen? Because I allowed myself to feel it without attaching a story to it. I just felt the emotion in my body, noticed that I was reacting somatically to an experience in which I believed that I was unsafe, but then just reminded myself that I was safe and that everything was going to be okay. I was able to soothe myself. And this is very different from just passing over the emotion. It's acknowledging that the emotion is there without making myself wrong or bad for having it. And even if it did last all day, that's totally okay. But to sit in my emotions for longer than a day or two, it goes from productive to enabling, you know what I mean? And it goes from acknowledging to feeling bad for myself. And I've definitely been there before. Like I would launch in the beginning of my business and if it didn't go perfectly, I would sit in my feels for days. I would feel so down on myself. I would create all the stories and all the meaning over this low feeling. So my selling after the launch would suffer. My creativity would suffer. Even my client calls would suffer because I wasn't in the best mood. And if you just allowed yourself to feel the emotion without attaching a story to it or making it mean something, it would pass faster than you realize. And this is so much easier said than done. But for example, 
maybe a sale or a launch didn't go how you wanted it to go. You feel disappointed and you can let yourself feel disappointed in your body, but without creating a story out of it that carries into the next day or the next week. You pick yourself up and you move forward because remember, business is a journey. There is always another sale. There is always another client. There is always another launch. And that leads me, oh, I said this in my script, so this is perfect. And this leads me as to why this is so important because your business is a journey, not a destination. A successful coach sees a launch as just a launch, a sale as just a sale, a client contract as just a client contract. There will always be another one. You are always growing and always moving no matter how stagnant you think that you are. You are going to put your all into something and the real work is continuing to put your all into it even if things don't go 100% according to plan or to the expectations that you've created in your head. Your business is something that you'll always be working on, refining, and processing. Each destination will just be an opportunity to grow more and do more, and that's the exciting thing about it. You will not feel a certain way when you hit a goal because you'll already be on to the next goal. Feel good now, feel content now, and then be committed to growing and learning and continuing to find your place in the industry as an impact-driven leader. So no matter what is happening right now, I promise you will be on to something else and whatever this is, like whatever is happening right now for you, it won't last forever, good or bad. You will always be growing and changing in your business and one launch, one sale, one client doesn't define you. Another way that you can increase your rebound rate is by assessing situations and experiences for improvement instead of attachment to your worth as a coach or a service provider or as a human being. Just like I mentioned, a launch is just a launch and instead of attributing the lack of results or difficulties to your worth or just deducing it to the fact that you're not good enough, instead you assess where you can improve for next time, not only in your results but your mindset, your thoughts. The same thing is with creating policies in your business. Things have to break down in order for you to implement what you need to implement. Like I didn't have certain payment policies in my business until I had less than ideal client situations regarding payments. You can't possibly be prepared for everything. So seeing things breaking or happening in your business as an opportunity for growth and an opportunity for you to do better next time rather than trying to stop it from happening, will really increase your rebound rate because you're not attaching it to your worth and how good you are or telling yourself that successful coaches don't deal with this kind of thing. That last part is really important. No matter how successful someone looks, trust that they have their fair share of bullshit that they're working through. Whether that's with their own logistics in business, with their mindset, in their personal life, with their team, and it's such an indulgent story to tell yourself that other people have it all figured out and that things are perfect for them. It's indulgent because it allows you to indulge in your self-pity and it allows you to project your unworthiness onto others. You're not in competition with anyone else. Everyone, and I mean everyone, has their own shit. And successful people just don't make it mean anything and they let it be a foundation for improvement instead of an addition as to why they're not good enough. 
And lastly, your rebound rate will inevitably increase when you don't take things personally, which is again, easier said than done, but stay with me. So many of our triggers and emotional reactions are coming from the child version of ourselves. Not feeling seen, heard, important, validated, liked, or loved. These are all going to manifest in our businesses in one way or another because being seen, heard, important, validated, and liked or loved are most of the ways we identify if things are going well in our businesses. I was being coached last month around something where I said that the other person didn't think that something in the coaching container was important. And through being coached, I quickly realized that I was making it mean that I wasn't important. And that is something that I've always carried with me. And just the mere acknowledgement of that was enough for me to realize that what I was doing was making it mean something about me and it was a wound from my inner child and I could just let it go. It didn't have anything to do with my worthiness or me not being important, but that's what little Jilly was making it mean. And little Jilly is so valid and I can acknowledge her without actually taking the situation at hand personally. Just like if you were a parent and your toddler came crying to you, it's important that you acknowledge their feelings, but the actual circumstance of why they're crying isn't important. The validation is, and that will help soothe them and then help them securely move past the experience. So again, we're not bypassing anything. We are allowing your inner child's feelings to be acknowledged and processed and seen, but to not actually attach it to our worth or make it mean something personal about us. And this can look like doing it for yourself or getting coached. In the instance with me not feeling important, just having a coach there to witness it and validate me was enough. And I do this work with my clients all the time. And sometimes it takes them a couple sessions to realize that they can acknowledge their inner child and their limiting beliefs without making it mean something about them and to be able to move on from it. But the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Like, for example, one of my clients was called Lazy by her parents a lot when she was a kid. So that is her automatic internal monologue, even though she has ADHD and she has a six-figure business, a multiple six-figure business. So she's definitely not lazy at all. It's a wound from her childhood that is not relevant now, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to come up now. And the important thing is to learn how to acknowledge it without carrying it into her mindset and her work as an online business owner. Your rebound rate will get better over time as you grow your business to six figures and beyond. And this is just one of the many things that my clients master in my one-to-one coaching container, Fraud to Six Figures. You'll learn how to sell your coaching more confidently than ever. You'll overcome the imposter syndrome, the fear of success, and a self-doubt that holds you back from stepping into your full power and full potential, and you will grow your coaching business to six figures. There are three-month and six-month contract options with payment plans and extended payment plans available for both. Head to the link in my show notes to apply before spaces are full. I love you and I'll see you next week, my loves. 
Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Head to the show notes to learn how you can work with me, where you can buy my best-selling book, You're Not Special, and how to get on my email list for free. Screenshot this episode and add it to your Instagram stories, tagging me at your coach, Jill. See you next time.